Welcome to another edition of Once Upon a Podcast. It's everything you need to know about planning a Disney vacation, and today we're going to go back in Disney history a little bit. Talk about some memories and a little bit of opinion of uh, things we like and things that we miss. So if it's not your first trip to Disney, you might uh, go back a decade or two with us as you're getting ready to take your own kids or grandkids to Disney. <laughs> we are the Disney enthusiasts from Once Upon a Vacation, an authorized Disney vacation planner. So it's all things Disney, whether it's a Disney cruise or adventures by Disney, Disneyland or Disney World, Alani in Hawaii, we can help you plan your dream vacation. With concierge-level service, there's never a fee for what we do. Find us at onceuponavacation.com or on Facebook, facebook.com slash onceuponavacation. So we start with uh, all four of us who are on here today. You got Mindy Horner, you got Toby Duffy, and the Groovin' Cuban is back. Steve Medina. Hi, Steve. Que pasa, y'all? <laughs> My name is Pete Herrick, and we're all here to dive a little further in depth. And it was Steve's idea to go back in time a little bit. And we're just going to reminisce and talk about uh, some attractions that used to be there that maybe as kids they were our favorites. And you can do a little research online and find out that you know, maybe we're glad they're gone because they were a little bit dated. Uh, but, Steve, I want to start with you. One of your favorites that used to be there and might not be anymore, and what's taken its place? Well, one of my favorites when I, you know, I've been there many times, but the first time I went was back in 1974, and um, I used to love the it, the ride by Eastern Airlines if you had wings, and it was a you didn't even have to give a ticket to ride that ride, but it was just so cool how you could see all the different you know parts of the world that that they had there at the attraction. And that's over where what now is Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger spin. And it's, there's been different variations. It was first Eastern airlines and then Delta had it with dream flight. And I want to say there was another name for it, but I, right now it doesn't, um, doesn't come to mind, but it was, it's just one of the, the first attractions that's no longer there that, that came to mind when I was thinking about this um, attraction about this topic. You're way, way older than the rest of us. I don't remember. <laughs> Watch it. I'm not liking this podcast already. <laughs> He's already not liking it. I vaguely remember that. There was a song. If how you song... had wings, if See? you had wings. <laughs> That's it. That's how you're going to get it from me. Yep. I knew there was a song. Yeah. It was very, you know, retro 1950s, 60s, kind of cheesy. Kind of, I could see the, you know, the stewardesses back then when they would call them stewardesses mm -hmm. instead of flight attendants, you know, it was, it was, but it was really cool. Very nostalgic. Back in the good old days when they were there to serve you drinks and not concerned about your safety. Right. And you could smoke and everything. <laughs> you could have peanuts because nobody cared about allergies. No, exactly. Mm -hmm. exactly. Nobody had allergies back then, Mindy. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> I, really, I mean, in any of us, and uh, don't get me wrong, I know that it's serious, um, and I, I'm not trying to make light of it, but did anybody you know growing up have a food allergy, specifically peanuts? No. 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 Back peanuts. in my day, we just had foods that we didn't like, not foods that's that we were right. allergic to. Right. Well, I remember yeah. one kid was allergic to milk, and it was like the weirdest thing ever. You know, it's like, what's wrong with her? She can't have milk because it was so uncommon lactose intolerant yeah they will yeah, not even, tolerate it even the kid that had that was lactose intolerant in my school you know it wasn't bad it just meant he was gonna fart all afternoon <laughs> that's it that's it you know you get over that and you're good to go no, no. 
No, I mean, it's, it's, it's actually very, very serious. But yeah, again, you used to be able to smoke on planes, too. I remember yeah. my, my parents both smoked. And uh, anytime mm-hmm. we'd fly, of course, drag the six-year-old, put him in the smoking section at the back yeah. of the plane. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Why not? Mm-hmm. All right. Here's a question. Were you... Were there any rides that you know of where you were allowed to smoke? You used to be able to smoke throughout the entire park. Anywhere you wanted, there were ashtrays everywhere. Um, but you really probably couldn't inside a ride. Steve, being the old man? I, I don't remember. But um, if you'll remember, Walt used to smoke a lot. So right. I, I'm pretty sure he wasn't uh, opposed to uh, smoking in his parks. Um, as a matter of fact, they were, you know, the the traditional way to point at Disney where you use two fingers or your whole hand. Well, there's a rumor that the reason why he would point with two fingers is because he was always, always holding a cigarette in his hand. And that's what, you know, that's why he would point that way instead of with just the one finger, not so much that it's rude to, to point. It was less than 10 days ago that I heard that from a cast member at Disney. They were okay. explaining that to me. And mm-hmm. it's rude in some cultures to do the one finger point, mm-hmm. but instead of just going with the open hand, the reason the two is an option was because of the cigarette. That's right, that's right. Of Walt's yeah. cigarette. So yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't remember whether or not it was, um, it was prohibited on the rides, but I know that they used to, my mom used to smoke like a chimney and she would be smoking up and down the, the Disney streets all the time. More more recently, um, and with, with taking kids, I'll defer to Mindy and Steve for, for this one. Uh, one thing that I know was there just a few years ago, what's taken its place is outstanding, but I still wish Toontown was there at, uh, at the Magic Kingdom at Walt Disney World. Was that a place that you visited with your kids when they were younger? Mm-hmm. Yeah, when they were little bitty, we would go there. Um, Mickey's house was there and Minnie's house was there. And I think that's where we would go for Mickey's, um, birthday celebration and confetti. And I remember that from when I was younger and then also taking the kids early on too. And I had a client not too terribly long ago, text me from magic kingdom because she couldn't find it. Where's Mickey's house? And I said, Oh, it's not there anymore. What? No, 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 no. Mickey's house. It's here. I've been here before. I'm like, I know, I know, but it's gone. So yeah, I, I really would like to see that show up at Hollywood studios. I don't, I I don't know that it's going to, but I sure would like to see that happen. Well, and I'll tell you the Toontown at Disneyland in Anaheim, California is outstanding. It's better than Mm -hmm. Walt Disney world ever was. And I liked it. it. Mainly because I felt like a giant. Uh, you know, I never went as a kid, but you know, I just felt like I was as tall as the houses and as tall as the buildings. Um, it was really cool, but it was probably Disneyland. I'll bet is four times bigger in the area mm-hmm. of Toontown. Now, watch out! It's packed with kids and packed with strollers, so you, you got to maneuver around it a little bit. But if you're still looking for the Toontown and and uh, you're headed to Disneyland in California, definitely don't miss it there. Uh, what about what has replaced it? Toby, I'm going to go to you. You've been kind of quiet on the podcast so far. You got the big top and you've got the whole interactive experience. Um, one of the first times that they've really experimented with the, uh, the on-call weight system. That's what took the place of Toontown and Magic Kingdom, if you could talk about that a little. Well, it's expanded Fantasyland, which encompasses, um, well, you know, now they have two Dumbo rides. Um, they've that huge courtyard that I find is a waste of space. I hope they do something with it right there by the carousel. Uh, well, it's stroller parking. I guess it's needed stroller parking. 
Yeah. But uh, they – well, you know, when they did all that and they put in the new mine train ride, Seven Doors Mine Train, um, they even got rid of – what they moved the, the teacups, and they had it closed for a long period of time, and then they got rid of Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. Well, yeah, Mr. Toad's it? Wild Ride has been gone a long time because that's where Winnie oh, the Pooh went. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Cause the, the, yeah. I, the last time I, – I was looking for it like three years ago and realized, what they do with Mr. Toad's Wild Ride? Oh, yeah, oh, no. that, that's, I think that's been gone since like the, the mid-'90s, right? Something yeah, like because yeah. Well, see, the last time I wrote it was in 1993. Then when I, I don't yeah. want to date myself too much. It was a trip of a bunch of kids. But uh, no, I, it, I, I missed it. I didn't realize. But I didn't hang out in uh, Fantasyland. Well, yeah, that much, or uh, down there at Mickey's house and Minnie's house. I was like, really? They have separate houses? Of course they do. <laughs> well, they didn't live together. Why yeah, you know, of course they did. You, you know? Now, just like mind... Lucy and just like Lucy and Ricky Ricardo, they had separate beds. There it is. There it is. <laughs> first, uh, how many minutes into the podcast are we? First Cuban reference. First Way to right. go. You know, <laughs> Ricky Desi Arnaz made Lucio Ball. <laughs> End of story. There's, <laughs> Sorry, there's... just my two cents. <laughs> okay, now help me with this, Steve. You probably have these details because I'm uh -huh. sketchy on details. But when they closed um, Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea, they kept some water. They kept and some they water. Used and... it. Do you know yeah. where I'm going with this? I I know that they. I, God, I think they used it in Splash Mountain. If I'm not. No, no, it wasn't. No, more it was... recent. It was when they did the water with um, around the beast castle aerial, the the aerial thing in all that area there yeah in the new fantasy land area and that, that was a part of the christening of the new fantasy land they actually right. poured some okay. of the water okay. from twenty thousand right. Lake. Right. I, I i i remember hearing something about that but i to the life of me i i didn't remember what they had yeah. done with it yeah the, that area had been you know basically a meet and greet for the longest time before they started the 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 fantasy land expansion and um yeah it was definitely something that needed to be done over there it was a lot of wasted space where yeah. where was that because i don't remember Twenty Thousand leagues under the sea i i started going in the 80s see if you were there in the 70s and i missed most of yeah. the 90s uh, well, but i don't remember Twenty Thousand leagues under the sea if you remember the the pools area there the i think what is that called the the what what's that area across from the, Winnie the pools many adventure it used to be like a, a like a play area for the kids. I think it's called the Hundred Acre Forest. Acre oh, the uh -huh. Hundred Acre yeah. Wood. Uh -huh. Sure. There you go. All that was part of the the Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea. That and then there was they couldn't do a lot because right underneath where um, Twenty Thousand Leagues was was the cast member locker area, and that's one of the reasons why they shut it down was because they were getting leaks under there. Rumor has it. And so they shut that down, and um, they they built Pooh's the 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 Pooh's fun area, and then they just you know for a while they they had been going back and forth as to what they were gonna do, and then in Disneyland I know they did the aerial ride, and it did so well that they you know they wanted to bring it over to, to Disney World, and go ahead. No, I I had no idea where it was. Now I have yeah. seen, and for you. Um, uh, internet nerds and those of you who like Google Earth like I do and you uh, Google Earth some pictures and some landmarks around yeah. the 47 square acres of Disney World you'll see the storage area and you can actually zoom in on the abandoned uh, submarines they're right. actually in a pile out behind the park and somebody's uh -huh. taking a picture of it and you can zoom in and see it yeah it's really cool 
guess. It is cool how they keep all of that. You know, mm -hmm. like like the way they had the the foresight to keep some water. You know, thinking, okay, we're going right. to use this one day, and this will be nostalgic for so many people. Mm -hmm. And it is. Did you know there used to be an airstrip there where uh, Walt could fly into? Mm -hmm. It was called a Stallport, is what it's called. It was, uh, I think, it stands for uh, something takeoff and landing area or something like that. It's as you're getting into the the parking lot of the Magic Kingdom. It's to the right on the other side of the uh, monorail track. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, really cool. You can see that on Google Earth also. Yeah, I, I was just going into my nerddom there for a second. All well, right. you let me let me do you one one step further. All right. They Hit said me. that when you when the planes would land, you, they have like little speed bumps, and when they would go over the speed bumps, it would play. I'm not sure if it was when you wish upon a star or something like that. That was the rumor back then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something either that or something else, but it would play a Disney tune. Rumble strips, and if you yeah, went over, exactly. it, yeah, oh, that's ridiculous! It's brilliant, <laughs> it's brilliant. That's what it is. It's also, um, before we started recording the podcast, I think each of you referenced this thing that I'm not familiar with. We're gonna get to my favorite here in a second, the one that I miss the most, uh, and I love what replaced it. But what was the Skyway? It's just a sky ride. You know. Yeah, it was an open-air gondola ride that took you from one point to another. From yeah. Tomorrowland to Fantasyland and go. vice versa. It was actually listed, I think, as two separate attractions, the Fantasyland or the Skyride to Tomorrowland. I think they called it the Skyway. I hated yeah. it. I hated, hated, hated because I don't like heights. So you're just – it was not one where your feet dangle. It was an actual, you know, little cute – Like a bucket. thing. Yeah, a bucket that you were in. Open air. Yeah. Yes. A big cherry picker kind of thing. Okay. And yeah, so across the wires. For some reason, I don't remember that. Of course, the people mover, which I was sad when I went last week that the people mover was shut down. Um, well, yeah, but it'll be back. It's yeah, just for back. refurb. That's the best place to take a nap. Yeah. Exactly. You or, can go around and around. Don't, and you don't say it, Pete. Don't say it. No. I, don't say it. I am going to be so unbelievably positive here, Toby. You're not going to believe it. <laughs> and, you, and you may not believe me. But the people mover is the best place in, and, and bear with me because my wife is aware of this story. And I pointed it out to her while we were at Disney for the first time together. The people mover is the best place in 1986 uh, when you're 13 years old with no uh, chaperones no around to hold a girl's hand. Not, a, not even a kiss, just holding a girl's hand. Uh, so uh, it was obviously a, a, a moment of, of uh, definition in my life. Well, the Skyway would be too, you okay. know, going across there. It closed, I think, in 99. So I'm surprised you don't remember that. I really don't. I really don't. Um, I, I may have written it because, you know what, the rest of the trip is a blur uh, because I was just so enamored that I had uh, written around the people mover and, and helped. Yeah. And, and now with she, the, she, with had, the, she wanted nothing to do with it, but I, <laughs> I held her hand. She knew your intentions. Yeah. yeah. Well, the thing is, now with the um, Rapunzel um, mm -hmm. stroller area, all the remnants are officially gone because yeah. um, back a few years back, they, they took – they they took out the second floor of where I guess is now the Tomorrowland stage or, or whatever. And that is where um, the, it would, it would station in Tomorrowland. And then over on the other side of small world, 
was like a like a Pinocchio kind of mm -hmm. I'm not sure what mm -hmm. it was called, but that's where it would station in Fantasyland. Yeah, and now it's in that area where the Rapunzel bathrooms are. Right. Mm -hmm. so if you've got some of your favorites, let us know about it on Facebook. You know, this is going to be uh, posted there. I'm sure you saw it on Facebook as you're listening to this. Just go back to that and comment under the, the podcast link there. Let us know what, what places you remember and, and what places you wish were still there. Um, this is Once Upon a Podcast, by the way. Mindy, Toby, Steve, and me, Pete. Once Upon a, uh, Once Upon a Podcast is part of Once Upon a Vacation, an authorized Disney vacation planner. We would love it if you liked us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Once Upon a Vacation. Keep up with the latest Disney news there and refurbishments and, and deals and specials and everything that's going on. We will keep you up to date on that. So we still are going to be talking about Epcot and um, – but while we're in Magic Kingdom, let's still talk about Magic Kingdom, uh, where Stitch's Great Escape is now. That has a history of a number of things. Um, Mindy, Steve, Toby, start as far back as your mind can go. Well, I remember it being a Mission to Mars, and then uh, I believe it was called The Flight to the Moon. It's pretty much a, 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 a stage in the round where on the floor – uh, in front of everyone was like a screen and you could, you would take off and you would see the, the, the earth kind of moving away from you and you land on the moon. And it was, it was pretty cool, you know, for the time, you know, it's the, the, how do you call it? The technology uh, got old really fast. So they, 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 they got rid of that pretty, uh, pretty quickly. Now and fill this in for me, Steve. Uh -huh. I think it was this attraction. There were like little air holes and they would blow air like from the seat. Do you remember that? Yeah, it was all part of the effect that you're actually, you know, move, you know, flying, you know, in a rocket yeah. and everything. So yeah, it was, and you know, I guess they're using that same technology with the uh, Alien Encounter and Stitch's Great Escape uh, thing, which uh, is not the most popular of attractions. No, people just hated when it switched from Alien Encounter to Stitch. Yeah. Alien Encounter was scary. I mean, it really. Yeah really had some um, pretty cool effects and it then was. stitch yeah mm. i think they, i think they tried to bring the the kids back into the ride but and stitch is an extremely popular character but it just it's just bad no no not, <laughs> i don't know too many people who actually like it I yeah, when, when my wife and i went on it it seemed to be um well, when we left, we said, oh, that was okay. It wasn't a super adventure ride for us mm -hmm. as adults, mm -hmm. but it would be too scary. We were talking about, you know, should we take the nieces on it the next time we take them? No, we wouldn't because it, it was too scary and not enough action. So maybe we'll see a refurb on that at some point in the future. Yeah. Andy hope. loves it. So maybe, you know, if it's geared towards nine, ten-year-old little boys, then it's a hit <laughs> because he loves it. They hit their we, target. Yeah, we still do it because of him. Um, but yeah, you just have to know there's a there's part in there where you have to hold your breath because they they have the smells, you know, where Stitch burps after eating a chili dog and it's just horribly mm -hmm. awful bad and mm -hmm. and it's well, you know, dark. summertime in Disney World. I mean, you get all those people in there anyway. Yeah, it's just bad. <laughs> I know. I, I took my 12 year old nephew on it this last time. Oh no, he's 13, and he didn't find it fun. It was okay. It was great mm -hmm. to get out of the sun, but other than that, it really has run its course to me, at least for the stitch part. I yeah. liked the old alien encounter. I liked the suspense part. And right. the, when I when I, I did that and then I went back a few yeah. years, I didn't pay attention to the stitch part really too much. I thought it was mm -hmm. still going to be scary, 
Yeah. And then as I was walking out, I was like, really? This is all I get? This is it? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. The pre-show for that used to be – and still it is pretty cool. It's got Tim Curry as the – as I think it's called Sir or something. And, you know, that's pretty cool and whatever, the transporting kind of thing. But once you get into the main attraction, it kind of loses its, its charm, okay. yeah. in my opinion. Monsters, Inc., that's what it could be. Something really cool with the doors – in Monsters Inc., you know where doors come up, and oh yeah, just an idea, Disney. Just saying. There you go. <laughs> I, I still do love the Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor. Yeah. I, I oh, think yeah. It's a great attraction that, and even though I was uh, called to dance in in, uh, in that attraction, that wasn't pretty for anybody. <laughs> uh, it, this isn't a refurbishment that I know of or anything that used to be there, but it's something I just discovered on my on my last trip. Did you know that there's a walkway from the Barnstormer where Toontown used to be all the way back around the, uh, the Grand Prix, uh, the, the, the uh, racetrack? I, I never walked that before. Yeah, it goes well, along yeah. the railroad track. If, you've, if yes. you've been there during the uh, not-so-scary Halloween party, they have, that's one of the places where you get candy. You walk down that thing, and they, they got these big tubs full of candy, and you're just throwing them in your bag. But, yeah, it ends up right over there next to Space, Space Mountain. And I knew that there were uh, quite a few. There, there's uh, Disney is very accommodating to service dogs, and I had seen on the on the guide map a lot of places where uh, you could take your service dog to uh, relieve itself, but I had never actually seen one because they aren't you know big dog park type attractions. But on that walkway, there's a little area where you can let the, the service dog go, and and uh, they've got a little place to run there. But it was just something that I had never experienced. There's always something new on every trip that you. That you do but it's just an area that i hadn't seen and standing there on the sidewalk the the railroad goes by and you wave at everybody and it was just it was a fun time i didn't know that about the no you know for the dogs i didn't know that yeah and i i was curious so i looked on the map and there's like six locations just in the magic kingdom where you can take six or eight and i had wow. never seen any of them but again i've never you seen only them see what you're in the market cool. for i think exactly exactly so it's not uh, not really intrusive. So let's go over to Epcot, and uh, for you old timers like uh, <laughs> myself and Steve, we remember when it used to be called Epcot Center. Now it's yes. just Epcot. Uh, one of the attractions that I loved, and we, it was a, a short line, so we should tell you that it wasn't uh, a huge attraction, and it was just for nerdy people like me. On the band trip in 1986, when when uh, my high school band participated in Magic Music Days and was in the parade down Main Street, USA, only Magic Kingdom and Epcot existed, and um, we went into Horizons. It was an attraction at Epcot. It, Mission Space is there now. But that was a place that I absolutely loved, and I wish it was still there. Yeah, the the funny thing is that, like you said, there wasn't always a, a long line to get in there. But once they shut it down, everybody came out of the woodwork. Oh, could you do it? Everybody was up in arms and everything. And I guess Disney was like, "Well, where were you back when we were trying to, you know, fill the place up?" <laughs> but everybody's like crazy. They even sell T-shirts for Horizons now. You know, retro T-shirts and stuff like that. Wow. So it's a, it's, it's got a big following, and a lot of yes. them want want to bring it back. Guess who was ordering a 2X or 3X Horizons t-shirt this afternoon? <laughs> Google it. You'll find it. Mindy. Now, th this is a podcast, so you're really only hearing uh, the audio side of this. But we're using uh, a, a new program to actually uh, uh, connect here so we can see each other. 
Yeah, so we Which have video. I love, by the way. Yeah, love I it. know. You, I'm, <laughs> I'm very thankful that you took the post-it note off of your webcam so we can see you and uh, make uh, uh, low-def eye contact uh, as we record. But why are you shaking your head? When I say I'm going to get the Horizons t-shirt, why are you shaking your head like you are just disgusted by me? Uh, no, I just think you fully will. Yeah, I am sure you will go and search that and find it. Most, yeah. And if you think, yeah, you fully will, you would. most people would nod their head, yes. <laughs> I, I think she's shaking her head because she can't believe that she's your friend. I know, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm trying to remember the attraction. Okay. I, I, I know that I wrote it. I just, some of that stuff kind of bleeds together, the old universe of energy, horizons, and uh -huh. um, what's Space the other Earth. one? The, the uh, yeah, body. A little bit, but um, no, the the motion. Well, the motion. Well, the motion. Yeah. yeah, it all kind of went together for me. You know, we were there. I mean, you're talking late '80s, probably when we did that a lot. So probably a little bit too much about science and not enough about boys for you. I remember just bits and pieces, like when I looked up Horizons and I see that little robot. I remember the robot. You know, kind of looked like the Jetsons kind of thing, um, mm -hmm. but. The pavilion that I do miss over there is the Wonders of Life. And that I cannot for the life of me understand why they dropped it. Um, great attractions in their Body Wars, which was like, you know, Star Tours back in the day. It was a simulator, but you were right. made into a miniature so that you could go into the human body and go solve problems. And um, I, I just don't understand why that didn't, that didn't well, fly. I think my theory is that Back back in the day, Epcot was more like a edutainment, educational entertainment mm -hmm. kind of place, mm -hmm. and they've, you know, that that'll work on one trip, but they're not gonna. I, I think that they figured they're not gonna get you know, the the repeat customers, so they wanted to make more thrill rides like your test track and and your uh, Mission Space, where it's more of a thrill ride yeah. kind of thing. Where Horizon, I agree and, with you. I yeah. do. Because I still fight that battle with some clients that they remember Epcot mm -hmm. from the 80s, and I have to go back through and tell them, no, this is why you would like it today. Here's some of the right. new things that you would like. I think right. they've done a lot of great things in the last 10 years, but still, Wonders mm -hmm. of Life Pavilion, you know, you've probably been over there now for, um, they use it during the Food and Wine Festival to, to yeah. house some things. They use it during the Flower and Garden Festival to do some things, and um it, but it was a pretty, pretty cool thing. They had Cranium Command, Body Wars, yeah. all kinds yeah. of little things over yeah. there. I, I rem oh, the last I time I was in there, the last time I was in there was was during um, the Flower and Garden, and they had a a compost seminar on uh, what to do with your compost. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. so yeah, you know how the how the mighty have fallen. <laughs> so yeah. I went to Epcot, learned how to compost it. That's right. Yeah. Uh, what was what was Odyssey at uh, at Epcot? So just as you're walking into the World Showcase, it's the building over on the left that has several walkways to it. Some of them over water. Uh, mm -hmm. Is it a restaurant? Always kind of. It was a restaurant. It was yeah. a restaurant at one time. Uh, last time I was in it was 1993. We okay. ate lunch there as a group of, uh, when my band actually went. That was where we ate, and half of it wasn't being used at the time. 
because it's more it's bigger than just a restaurant and i think they do some private events there and like you were talking about food and wine festival and that sort of thing i'll tell you what it is right now it is soccer watching the whole thing is decked out with every flag of every country that's there signs all over the place uh the is it fifa or fifa i'm not a soccer fan obviously well, neither am I, but it's FIFA. FIFA. Um, watch FIFA at Odyssey, and they're driving everybody there. And I wasn't able to go in, but I, I, they're just bringing as many fans as they possibly can because nobody wants to not go into the park because they're going to be back at the resort right. watching, watching right. soccer. Well, so you can go right in there and watch the whole thing. Yeah, at, you're, at you're, you're, getting, you're getting the English crowd, you're getting the German crowd, you're getting the South American crowd. Yep. All those are big uh, football, not soccer, football, football. Uh, fans. So, so yeah, they've, they're, they're catering to, to the masses. Absolutely. Well, we've talked about um, Horizons and Toontown, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, the Skyway, and If You Had Wings. Is there anything else before we wrap up Once Upon a Podcast for this week that uh, we want to reminisce and sound older than we actually are? Well, there's just so many, you know, some, I mean, we've just touched on it. There's also where um, the Philharmonic is, it used to be called, um, uh, what was it? Um, Mickey, the Mickey Mouse Review, and after that it was the the Lion King show. I don't remember what it was, but that was, you know, pretty impressive as well. And there's so, you know, the the Disney World of today is 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 way different from what it used to be. Even Main Street, Main Street before, you know, now you've got on the left hand side you've got all of the Emporium, and then up until you get to to Casey's Corner, but there was actually a street that split that um that um store in half and the harmony barbershop was down that street and they closed all that off to make it just one big emporium one big merchandising thing because hey you know that's where the money is you know the 25 dollar t-shirts yeah absolutely and $60 sweaters <laughs> but the barbershop is still there it's just a little bit closer to city hall yes, over over on the yes. left it's, it's tucked yes. in there and it's uh it's crowded if you're looking to get a haircut but if you need a haircut yeah. while you're at disney you can do that but there's still plenty of nostalgia there whether it's main street or the Carousel of Progress, you've still got the Hall of Presidents, the Country Bear Jamboree, Tom Sawyer Island, and that's all just within Magic Kingdom. You go over to Epcot. Some of those attractions are still there, and the countries are probably um, very similar to the way that you remember them. So if it's the nostalgia you're after, uh, a Disney trip should be in your future. That is going to wrap it up for this week. Just know that we're here to help you. Maybe you've learned a few things. Maybe we've sparked a few memories for you. Make sure you comment on Facebook because we'd like to hear about your memories as well and your favorite Disney attractions. We would love to help you out when you're planning your next Disney vacation. Whether it's Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise, Adventures by Disney, we will turn your Disney dreaming into a Disney reality. Never a fee for what we do. Onceuponavacation.com or send us a message on Facebook. We'll get right back to you. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes. And we will talk to you again very soon on Once Upon a Podcast. Once Upon a Podcast.